0: Just talk to the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we bless your name.
1: praise him. It ain't about me. If you got something you want to thank him for, I dare you to let him know, God, I couldn't have made it without you. I couldn't have made it without you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for my job. I thank you for my home. I thank you for my marriage. I thank you for peace of mind. I thank you for joy, unspeakable joy and full of glory. I thank you, God, for being the wheel in the middle of the wheel. If I haven't come down your road yet, thank him for whatever you need right now. And watch him show up. He said, when the praises go up, the blessings come down. He said, oh, when two or three are gathered, I think we meet that number today. I think we meet that number today. I dwell in the midst of praises if your neighbor won't praise her I dare you to praise him if he won't open up their mouth if she won't open up your mouth I dare you if you got something that you need from God to open up and give him glory today you're worthy God you are worthy, God. You are worthy, God. We thank him for the spirit that is in this place today. Amen, I thank God who is the head of my life. Amen, I thank God, amen, for our pastor in his absence, praying that the Lord continue to strengthen him. I thank God for the roster, hallelujah. I thank God for my wife and my children, hallelujah. I thank God for each and every one of you. Amen, and I do indeed greet you in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen, if you would, very quickly, amen, we want to be about our Father's business. Amen, I don't intend to be before you long, but if you would get your Bibles. Hallelujah, that's all right. Praise him, y'all. That's all right. That's all right. Somebody may not know what you went through this week. You a miracle to be here right now. Somebody was about to lose their mind this week. Somebody was about to take their life this week. Somebody didn't know which way they were going to go. But God, but God, He's worthy. I am not going to, I'm not going to quiet your praise. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. Where I'd be in a mental hospital right now. Where I'd be in jail right now if it wasn't for the Where I'd be in my grave right now if it wasn't for the Lord. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Ain't no good thing in this man. I got to die daily so that the Lord can be in control. I got to submit myself unto him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Father, you're worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Get your Bibles. Amen. We're coming, amen, out of the book of Mark today, chapter number five. Amen. Mark chapter number five, verses 25 through 34. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord thank you Lord sometimes that's all we can say I can't, even, I can't even name all the blessings just thank you Lord Lord for what I've already known that you've done for what you're going to do oh God we thank you Jesus we thank you Jesus oh Lord you have been a good God hallelujah amen when you have it please please say amen Amen, and the word of the Lord reads on this wise, said, and a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she heard, when she heard of Jesus, said, came into the press behind, and touched his garment, for she said, if I may touch him, touch his clothes, I shall be whole. How many of you want to be whole today? And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Said, and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched me? Who touched my clothes? And the disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee and said thou, who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him. And told him all the truth, and he said unto her, "Daughter, no longer the certain woman, no longer the woman with the issue of blood, but daughter. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus." We give you the glory that's due unto your name. We thank you for this visitation right now, God. Oh, God, we ask, Lord, even as the word go forth, let it fall on fertile ground, God. Let it produce fruit that's pleasing unto you. Oh, God, we ask right now, Lord God, be the author and the finisher of our fate. Oh, God, make a way out of nowhere right now. Lord God, we sit in expectation, God, for what you are about to do. Lord God, we need, Lord, you, to show yourself strong on our behalf. And for this, God, we will give you the glory. We will give you the honor. We will give you all praise that is due unto your holy name. In the blessed name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Put your hands together and give him some praise as you take your seat. Very briefly today, if there was a thought to leave, it would simply be this one touch. Can change everything. One touch can change everything. And if I had a sub thought, it would simply be God is changing my story. We know about the woman with the issue of blood, but I'm gonna make it personal today. God is changing my story. Said so in looking up the definition of the word change. The Webster's Dictionary describes change as to make different in some particular way. Change can also be radically different, in other words, it can be transformative. Change it can be referenced to a different position, a course, or direction. And last but not least, change implies making either an essential difference, often amounting to the loss of the original identity. Or a substitution of one thing to another. Now, what does the Bible, what does the Bible say about change? In Isaiah 43:18 and 19, it makes mention. Remember ye not the former things? Neither consider the things of old. But verse 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing; now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? It says, I will make a way in the wilderness. And rivers and dry places when I read that the Lord let me know when I begin to change things in your life there is not gonna be any mistake that it didn't come from that it came from man she said because I'll make a way for you in the wilderness I put water where it's not naturally supposed to be I'll open up a door when nobody else including you doesn't see it you'll know it was me that began that new work in your life What else does the Bible say about change? In Romans 12, verses 1 and 2, it speaks on this wise. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. In verse 2, it says, and be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is this good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You can't stay the same, be the same you, and do what God is asking you to do. You cannot conform. You must transform. God wants us to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice daily laying aside our own desires to follow him putting all energy and resources at his disposal and trusting that he will guide us he says we do this out of gratitude we do this out of gratitude that our sins have been forgiven not that we've done anything that we deserve to be forgiven but When He saves us because if he don't call you you can't come you can hear the word But you're gonna harden your heart and you're gonna sit in a chair, but when God calls you When you go down in that matchless name when he removes the sin off of your life It's only befitting that we show him gratitude For forgiving our sins Christians are called to be Christians are called to be not conformed to this world with its behaviors and its customs, that are usually selfish and corrupting, many saints wisely decide that much of the worldly behavior is off limits for them. Said our refusal to conform to this world's values are well, however, we must go deeper than just the behaviors and the customs. It must be firmly formed in our minds. In other words, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be ye transformed. says it's only when the Holy Spirit renews, reeducates, and redirects our minds that we are truly transformed. To switch out the word that we are truly, that we're truly changed. Have to have the mind of Christ. Have to have the spirit of the Holy Ghost leading, guiding, and directing us. Have to give ourselves up. And when we are excited about the change that is taking place in our life, I think Acts 22 and 16 says it best. It goes on to say or declare, and now, why tarriest thou? If you know that God can change your situation, if you know that he can make things that are old new, if, he, if you know that he can remove the sin off of your life, why tarriest thou now? He says, arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Look. If somebody told me that, and it's preached every Sunday, every Bible study, every uh, Sunday school, they tell us what the plan of salvation is. If you know that God can make a change in your life, why tarriest thou? What are you waiting on? Is there something better? What are you waiting on? Do you feel like when you get right, you'll come to Christ and then you'll give your life to him? What are you waiting for? Because this man can't get right, not without the help of the Lord. You got to submit yourself. You got to submit this man to the will of the Lord. Then the Lord will give you. He said, after that, you shall receive what? Power. Power. You shall receive power. It says in a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years. And had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. He Said this woman had an incurable condition causing her to bleed constantly. He said the issue of blood would have been identified as a uterine disorder. And according to Leviticus chapter 15, 25 through 27, uh, it would have made her ritually unclean and excluded her from most of the social contact. So she couldn't even be out in public, y'all couldn't even be around people because of what she was going through. I have no doubt that she had this constant issue of blood for 12 years, which had thrown her, no doubt, into a great weakness. It had alienated the comfort of her life, in other words, the quality of life that she could have had, and no doubt threatened to very much take her life. She had had the best advice of physicians that she could get and had made use of many of their medicines and methods that they prescribe. But how many of you know the well dried up? There was no more funding. There was nothing else to give. And so what did these physicians do? You are incurable. I can't help you anymore. I can't do anything for you don't that sound like the world you see sometimes we use everything that we have when we before we came to know Christ as our Lord and Savior we was out in the world and we had the best of friends all around us and as long as you had everything that was going to be part of their entertainment they were right by your side as long as you had what they needed in order to be satisfied and happy they called you a friend but when that substance had dried up look at the prodigal son nobody is by our side nobody was there trying to say hey I'm still with you and I'm still in your corner the doctors were like you incurable now they gave all kinds of hope y'all they kept her in hope that they could cure but when she had spent all that she had among them they threw it to the wolves the scripture describes the woman as nameless identifies her as a certain woman and as a matter of fact her issue became her identity The issue the woman with the issue of blood that's who she was but God said I knew you before I formed you before I knew you before the foundation of the world see but sometimes they'll look at your issue as who you are Before we came to know Christ, he ain't nobody but that drunk. As a matter of fact, every time they talked about you, they didn't even use your God-given name. That ain't nothing but a drunk. That ain't nothing but a liar. She ain't nothing but a street walker. He ain't nothing but a, 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 a problem maker. They didn't even call you by your name. You became that thing that described them as a negative situation. The woman with the issue of blood. That's who she was. When we was out there living riotously and doing what we were, you know what? That man was incorrigible. That man's a cheater. That woman's a liar. That child's a troublemaker. That's a thief right there. You ain't nothing but a murderer. But how many of you know that God said, I'm greater than anything that they put on you? I'm greater than anything they call you. Said that. That 12 year affliction became her identity. But how many of you know this morning that one touch can change everything? That one touch can wipe away all your mistakes and all your problems and 12 years of an issue of blood. Just one touch. That one touch can change your story. Put your hands together and give God some praise today. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 speaks on this wise. It says, and therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Said old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. I don't care what you were called. I don't care if the person that knew you back when you did what you done. Amen. Comes back up to you and they look at you and be like, hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. When Jesus got a hold of you. When you went down in that name. You can call me anything you want. I'm his child. You can say whatever you want about me. I belong to him. You can tell me that, guess what? I remember when you used to, but I know that I can be and do all things through Christ that strengthens me. That one encounter, that one touch, it changed everything. It changed everything. And when she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind to touch his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. She desperately wanted Jesus to heal her. But she knew that with her bleeding, that if she touched Jesus according to the Jewish law, she would make him unclean. But brothers and sisters, she reached out anyway. Don't you let somebody tell you that God won't make a way for you. And don't let your faith be decreased because their faith ain't where yours is. They told her you better not come out here. And I guarantee there was somebody in the crowd who knew who she was. Just like when we go back to places we grew up, there was somebody out there who knew what we did. And they can say, I don't care what they say. I remember when you still used to do this and you used to do that. I, I remember, okay, I'm not concerned about what you think. All I know is that my faith starts and ends with God and he can do all things, including change me. I take it a step further. I'd kindly remind him, too, if he did it for me, he will do it for you. Just because you don't believe. Don't you let nobody tell you God can't change you. Say, yeah, I understand the law. I understand it. I know I'm not supposed to be out here. I know somebody's out here talking about me, talking about ain't that such and such? Why is she here? Ain't that brother Joe? Why is he here? I tell you at the end of the day, People who aren't sick don't go to the hospital. They don't go. They go to visit. They ain't going there for care, cure, or comfort. I'm going to tell you right now, the house of God It's for all people. And I tell you, all of us came in with an issue on that day before God got a hold of us. You know what? If the drunk come in, let them come in. Don't sit them to the back. Bring them to the front. If somebody was walking the street the night before and God pulled on their heart to come in, let them come in. It's time out for what we think or who we think should come in. Because if I I need to remind you, if we really truly honest, I'd like you to think that this suit has always been on me and I've always used a good language and I've always had a level head about the expectation of God. But I'm going to tell you before, before I came to know Christ as my Savior, you might have looked at me and been like, that brother right there. But I'm going to tell you when God get a hold of you, when he begin to work on your situation, when you yield yourself unto him, God will begin to change your heart and God will make you his. I don't care who comes in. God said, I came to give life in that more abundantly for all. I may not look like you. I may not talk like you. I may not be. My story may not be your story. You may be a pew, baby. I may have ran the street until the last breath in my body drug me in here. But I tell you what, I I made it.
2: I made it. I made it.
1: My story may not be yours. It may not be your story. She wanted me to desperately heal, her, and by faith she reached out. Like the woman with the issue of blood, many people in the world are looking for long-term solutions with temporary fixes that don't provide a cure, only a comeback that pulls us further away from Christ. We go to the bottle, we go to the drugs, we go to the, the riotous living, we go to the uh, immoral acts. And then we looking for looking for something in all the wrong places, and it goes on to say here it's not unusual for people to apply themselves to Christ after they have tried in vain all other helpers. So after I'm going here, and after I'm going here, and after I've looked back, and after I've moved forward, and I get to my wits end, and I'm like, maybe God. Maybe, maybe you, God, but God then got you to a point where He done shut off every resource. He done moved everything that could have possibly been a help for you. God is sitting there saying, You ain't got nowhere, nowhere else to go. Pride will make us say our minds will just sit here and die. But I'm going to tell you right now if God gets you to a place where there's no one else around you, Nothing else in your ear and nothing else on your mind. You better start listening because I guarantee he's speaking. It may come in a song. It may come in a word. It may come in somebody just picking up the phone saying, I'm praying for you. But God is beginning to prick at your heart. You better begin to listen. I believe the woman with the issue of blood, after 12 long years of mistake after mistake, after spending all that she had and had nothing else to show for it, she finally was like, you know what? You know what? There's a man named Jesus. I heard that he's a healer. There's a man named Jesus. I heard that he's a way maker. There's a man named Jesus. I heard that. Guess what? He came to heal a sin sick. I'm here. Now, some of us can associate with that. Lord, I, I'm over here doing everything I want to do. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get my help and I'm going to find the things that I need in here. And I didn't. And I came over here. And I said, Lord, maybe, or, or, or Brother Joe or, or, or friend or whoever, let's do this. And the door got shut in my face. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, you know what? How many more setbacks or setups am I gonna fall into? How many more times am I gonna stop going to people who don't have no answers, basically don't even have no information? When I can go to the master that has everything, that knows everything, that he's omnipotent, that he's omniscient, that he's all powerful and everywhere at every time. When am I gonna to get to a point that guess what? I'm gonna stop listening to myself or trying to have everybody every everybody else try to help me, but lean and start trusting in the Lord. And I believe the woman with the issue of blood. That's what happened. We almost done, that's what happened. You know what he said, but God, I said that sometimes we wait till the last minute to go to Christ. But how many of you know that God will be found a sure refuge even for those who make him their last refuge. So even if we choose God last, he's still sitting there saying, I've been here the whole time. I've been waiting on you to call on my matchless name. I've been waiting for you to tell me, God, submit and commit I've been waiting on you to say Lord I can't make it without you now watch me work I told you that one touch it can change everything Sometimes we think our problems don't give us the right to go to Christ, but I'm going to tell you right now, Psalms 52, 50, 55, and 22 proclaims, cast thy burdens upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. And I'm gonna close with this. It goes on to say here that straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him turned him about in the presence said who touch my clothes. Who who right now was looking to touch Jesus today? I don't know what you're dealing with. I don't know what you are got on your mind, but I don't know what you're fighting with, but I dare you to understand that he's here and you can touch him today if you just begin to call on his name. What am I saying to you, brothers and sisters? You ain't got to stay in the condition that you're in. I dare you to get it in your mind that you say, God, I done going through too much hell. Lord, and I'm still here now I got to commit my ways to you <laughs> the woman with the issue of blood said look I done tried everything some of us done tried everything some of us done tried everything and I'm gonna tell you right now we may not want to verbally admit it I know that the woman with the issue of blood she crept in she crept in. She felt like, I can't publicly tell you, Jesus, what I'm going through. Somebody right now feel the same way. I can't I can't say this. They're gonna look at me funny. Some of them just say, hey, I can't, I can't expose that I'm going through this to anybody. But she said, look here, I may got a I may have a public, I may have a private, I may have a private request, but I'm gonna do it publicly. So God, you get the glory. Lord God, I'm gonna do it, God, so that guess what? When I when 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 she touched him, when she touched his him, he said he turned around in the press and said, Who touched me? she could have been like but she said it was me
2: God
1: it was me somebody better tell God it's me today it's me God I'm the one that got something that need to be changed I'm the one that got to touch you I'm the one that need a visitation God I'm the one that needs you to make a way out of no way it's me God we don't want nobody to know what we going through in the time we in right now with social distancing and the mask, it makes it even easier for us to hide. It makes, us easy, it makes it easier for us to hide. And then we sit somewhere and we say, you know what? Ain't nobody going to see. They're not worried about me. And then the enemy starts speaking to us and they're like, look, ain't nobody calling and checking on you. I'm going to tell you right now, you better, you better tell the enemy, back up. You better tell him to get up out of your business. You better tell him that, guess what? I said, even if nobody else knows what I'm going through, my God who sits high and looks low, he knows everything that I'm dealing with. I dare you to tell him, look, God, it's me, Lord. I need a touch today. I need a touch today. I need you to work on my behalf said the woman would have been fearful of rebuke since bleeding rendered her unclean according to the law. She could have, she shouldn't have been in the crowd, she shouldn't have reached out purposely to touch Jesus, but her willingness to own up indicated that her interest lay not only in the physical health, but she wanted to be right with Jesus. Who wants to be right with God today? Her owning up after it was already done. Letting them know it was me, God. I don't want your healing only, God. But I want to be right in your eyes, God. I want to be found faithful. I want to hear you say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I want to be found faithful. Her faith, not a grasp of the hand, brought about her redemption. Her faith, not the grasp, brought about her redemption and he said unto her daughter no longer certain woman no longer issue of blood no longer liar no longer sinner no longer thief, no longer troublemaker, no longer backbiter, no longer sore of discord, no longer the one that was selfish, no longer the one that only thought of myself, no longer the one that didn't can wasn't concerned about my brother and sister in Christ. Now, see, some of the things I said ain't found among us, but guess what? It's some of us right now that guess what? We got our own agenda. We tell God, You need to wait, and I'm gonna put mine first, but Lord, no longer. No longer me God but all about you no longer me God but your will God <clears throat> thy faith have made thee whole thy faith have made thee whole thy faith have made thee whole thy faith have made thee whole. Somebody gonna get a hold of this right now. Thy faith Lord, for whatever you're dealing with right now, your faith have made thee whole. Lord, you're still in the situation you're going through, but your faith has made you whole. You ain't came out of the test that you're dealing with yet, but your faith has made you whole. Guess what? Yeah, you don't have the money that you need right now, but guess what? Your faith have made you whole. You don't have, amen, amen, the peace that your home that you want but thy faith hath made thee whole it has made thee whole don't wait till God brings you out give him the praise while you're in it I'm gonna tell you the woman with the issue of blood She had a thought in her mind before she touched him. If I could just get to him, if I could just touch him, I shall be made whole. Get it in your mind. Thy faith have made thee whole. It's made thee whole. I'm going to read this and take my seat. 1 Corinthians 15, 51 through 55 said, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. you hear me? Do you hear me? We shall be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, and at the last trumpet, for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. For this corruption, corruptible, must put on incorruption. And this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption, and this Im- and this mortal shall put on Immortality, then shall, you hear me? Then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Said, oh, death, where is thy sting? And oh, grave, where is thy victory? He will change your story. Yes, you were shaped in iniquity. Yes, you were born in a sin, but he's going to change your story. Yes, you don't got what you need right now. Yeah, everything in your life ain't right, but he will change your story. Put your hands together and give him praise. we don't have everything but he'll take you from defeated to winner he will change your story get it in your mind we have failed before but that ain't your story no more he has changed your story yes I understand that the enemy used us as a pawn but now you are the sons and daughters of the living God he will change your story some of us may have been sick. Doctors said we wouldn't get well. But that ain't your story no more. He will change your story. By his stripes. Somebody you need to understand. I don't care where you are right now. God will change your story. He will change your story. Like the woman with the issue of blood. Some of us may have been dealing with things for years. If they were gonna naturally heal her it said that the natural progress of urinary disorder it don't happen overnight it's a slow and drawn-out process it don't happen all at once but when the Lord get a hold of your issue There ain't no no 12 step program. I know people that used to be drunk and said the Lord took the taste out of their mouth. It don't take God long. He will change your story. And it said that the woman immediately knew that she was healed of that plague. I don't know what you're dealing with today, but he is here right now. You ain't gotta look for a doctor. You ain't gotta look for a psychiatrist. You ain't gotta go to an AA meeting. God will change your story today. He'll make a way for you today, and he'll do it just like that. You gotta understand, but see, your faith has to measure up to the expectation. I talked about bow down and worship the king. When you come in before a king that can do anything but fail. Bring your expectation of your healing to the king and let him work on it. Put your hands together and give him some praise. Whatever you're in need of today, whatever you're in need of today, the great physician is in the house. Dr. Jesus is on call and unlike the natural doctor who Amen, they got to go home, and they got to get some rest, and amen, they got to study if things change in the industry for the new technology that's available. Jesus says, I got all the answers right now. The only thing I need is a patient, and the patient has to come to the hospital when they're sick, and when they come to the hospital and get before the doctor and begin to explain what it is I need him to do, God is sitting there saying, I got the remedy right now. I dare you to to begin to magnify him and worship him. Tell him, Lord, Lord, it's me, God. Lord, I need you to work on my circumstance. Lord, I need you to make a way. Lord, I need you to change my story. Lord God, I submit myself unto you that you, Lord God, get the glory out of my life. Go from a certain woman to a woman with the issue of blood. To a daughter with rights and privileges of an inheritance, you have an inheritance. You have a God that can do anything. Look unto the hills from which cometh your help. Will you give your life to him? Will you give the issue that you've been struggling with, whether it's publicly, privately, will you let God? Take control of it. And now why Terry? Why Terry? The Lord is here. If you have not known him as your Lord and Savior, if you are fighting this battle called life all by yourself, I dare you to give your life to Christ. I dare you to commit yourself to him now. The Bible says that he came... That he may give life more abundantly. It's not intended for us to go to hell. But God ain't going to make you come. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Make up in your mind, God. I'm tired of doing it my way. Make up in your mind today, Lord, I done struggled too long. I have fought the battle myself for too long. I need to come to you. God said, I'll change your story. Yes, all men were shaping in iniquity. All men were born into sin. But don't you understand that's not your story. That's not the way it has to end. If you would give your life to Christ, will you come? Will you tell him, Lord, Lord, I need you right now. Lord, I I don't want to do it my way. I submit myself to you. Tell him right now, God. Lord God, I need you like never before. Will you come? The woman with the issue of blood, she waited 12 years. But today you heard about a master that can do anything but fail. Today you heard about a God that, amen, with one touch of a hand can change your life. You heard about a God today that despite our past, uh, he has a glorious future where there's a crown laid up. uh, Amen. A crown of glory. How many will give your life to him today? For those that are watching us live uh, via Facebook, uh, I challenge you. uh, Amen. We have 800, we have a a number that's on the screen right now. If you want to be baptized, we have uh, ministers that will baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ uh, for the remission of your sin uh, and that after that uh, you will receive power from the gift of Holy Ghost, make sure you call. You don't have to stay in the condition you're in today. Will you come? Will you come? Will you give your life to Christ? One touch, one touch from the Master's hand, and I guarantee you will never be the same again. You will never be the same. You will never be the same again. Do I got a witness today that when the Lord came into your life, you saw a change? God began to make a way and do things. Oh, He began to bring you out in ways that you never even thought possible. He said, My ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not.
2: Nobody, not nobody like you. nobody. no,